Welcome once again to The Ohio State of Mind, a show powered by Scarlet and Gray Sports Radio alongside Tyler Danberg. I'm Caleb Spinner. And Tyler, we haven't been here for a while, going back to the middle of September, but that intro still rolls off my tongue as smooth as it did the last time we were on air together. You know you missed it, and for those listening, you know you missed us. Absolutely, I did. But let's start off with addressing that absence. We apologize as we have made adjustments to the show here. We have not released an episode in... I was going to say a hot minute, but let's be honest, it's been a hot year almost, not really. But it's felt certainly like a long time that we've been off the airwaves here. Uh, but announcing some of these changes to the show that we'll have, the format and release schedule both went under the knife, if you will, to use a surgery metaphor. Uh, we'll have one episode a week now on Friday rather than two. There'll be approximately 10 to 15 minute duration. It's cut down from 30. We may go a bit long this uh, this episode here since it's our first one back. But we'll also be no longer uploading to SoundCloud. That's a huge change as well. However, where one platform closes, another one opens. We'll also be on SGSR TV as well as our usual podcast platform. Some of that will be video content. Some of that will be the audiograms like you're seeing now on this episode. But first, Tyler, how good does it feel to be back here? It feels really great. There's no doubt about it. I mean, no better studio and, and no better place to talk Buckeye Athletics with no better person to my right. No, I feel complimented more than I should, I think. I think you're I think you're inflating my ego a little bit there. I, I definitely think there are a few other people that you would like to talk Buckeye Sports with before before me there. But let's talk about some of the stuff that's happened since our absence, specifically going into the postseason now for a lot of different sports. Let's talk about a team that's been rocking. And I mean rocking in full sense of that word. A team that I think often gets overlooked here at Ohio State behind the glamour of football and now in this transition period, men's basketball taking a lot of the spotlight. But there's another team that plays on hardwood that deserves your attention, and that's the number three women's volleyball team. They'll host the first two rounds of the 2022 NCAA Women's Volleyball Tournament from the Cavelli Center in Columbus. It starts with the number three Buckeyes playing Tennessee State on Friday, December 2nd at the Cavelli Center. And if they win, they'll advance to play the winner of High Point and number 6 USC on Saturday, December 3rd. It's not the only time this week that Ohio State fans will be watching a USC team play and crossing their fingers. So you you look first at, at Ohio State. They've played tremendous volleyball throughout this season, becoming a dominant powerhouse again to earn that number 3 in the nation moniker. One of the best teams in the Big Ten. A lot of upsets on their side. A lot of tight games against big opponents that they have coming into this. Do you like Ohio State's chances to advance through these first two games, Tyler? I do, Caleb. They have gone through a gauntlet of a year. One of the hardest non-conference schedules in all of college volleyball. And then playing in the toughest conference in college volleyball. And they start started to wear down a little bit. They lost their three last three matches. Two of them were against unranked opponents. Then the last one was against the reigning national champions, Wisconsin. But they did win a set against the Badgers, so that was big. But I like their chances. To get past Tennessee State, you have to attack well. The Tigers hold opponents to hitting under 200. That's one of the best marks in the Ohio Valley Conference in which they play in. But Tennessee State, they were picked last to finish in their conference heading into the season, but then they won their last seven matches in the regular season despite being the sixth seed in their conference tournament. So they're playing their best volleyball right now while Ohio State coming off that three-match skid. And then if they can beat the Tigers, which I think they will, but it could be tough, 
The winner of that High Point USC game, that's going to be an interesting one. High Point, they're another efficient ball club. USC, they are just loaded from end to end. They have a really good squad, and they have been able to get healthy over the last week. They had some injuries, but they're a really good team that is reliant on some really good freshmen, some transfers. But I think Ohio State's chances are good. They just have to get past USC. I think that's going to be the biggest roadblock in the first and second round. They've won their last seven games of the season. Gosh, I hope we're saying that about the Browns here at the end of the season. But that's neither here or there. You mentioned Ohio State slipping up in their last three games. However, I think the biggest thing to take away from this, even if this weekend went poorly for for the NCAA tournament, I think you still consider this a massive season win for Ohio State. Because you talked about the non-conference schedule, there was a win against Georgia Tech in there, too. Ohio State was able to get some revenge from last season's tournament against the Yellow Jackets. So I think there are a lot, there's a lot more to be said about Ohio State than this, la- this late season slip. But you talked about hitting the defense on, on Tennessee's state side being a big factor of their game. And there's going to be a lot of players that Ohio State needs to step up in order to beat even Tennessee State. They come in number three playing an unranked team here. This should be a walk in the park in the first match, but Tennessee State can get you. Who are three? Who are the three biggest players on Ohio State's team who have to show up if the Buckeyes want to win? Well, if you're no stranger to Ohio State athletics, you're going to know who the mainstays are on this volleyball team. Mac Petrasa, the Big Ten setter of the year, first ever Ohio State player to win that award. She's just been so dominant on both sides, whether that's trying to get some blocks, and then it's setting up a lot of different scoring opportunities on the other side of the ball. She is a difference maker and one of the best players in the conference and in the country. And then Kylie Murr, the defensive player of the year in the Big Ten, another first honor for an Ohio State player to win the defensive player of the year. She just makes so many plays in the back row and is critical. Now, Emily Londot and Gabby Gonzalez are crucial on the outsides, but I'll give you another player to watch who will be one of the ones that will make a tremendous impact this weekend and beyond. It's Riley Rader. With Tennessee State's ability to block, with USC's height, with high points transfers up front, being able to get big blocks, Riley Rader, Ohio State's most efficient attacker, the team's leader in hitting percentage, she's going to need to step up. Expect a big weekend from Riley Rader. And she doesn't make a big noise on the stats sheet, but here's somebody who I have going in here to at least keep at least half an eye on, if not a full eye on, Sarah Sue Morbitzer. She has come in, a new a new player on this roster. She's come in, and she has done more than I'm not I'm not Jen Flynn Oldenburg, but at least to my knowledge, more than more than she was expected to. And she's certainly leading those young mainstays or those young new ones against or or alongside, I should say, the veteran mainstays to make this team a well rounded group. And there was going to be an open defensive specialist position this year with losing Hannah Gruensfelder, who had been at Ohio State for four crucial years, and she played in every single one of those almost remotely as a starter. So Sarah Sue Morbitzer has really came through in the clutch for an Ohio State team that needed to reload in the back row. Let's stay on the hardwood but switch sports here. Both basketball teams, the men's and women's squads, Played uh, played on the road for the Big Ten ACC Challenge. Let's start with the men's team here. Number 25, men's basketball. They traveled south to play number 17, Duke. 
The Buckeyes fell to the Blue Devils 81-72 to uh, at Durham, North Carolina, inside Cameron Indoor Stadium. The brilliant Buckeye for that game, for me, goes to Zed Key. He led both teams with 21 points and 8 rebounds on 7 of 9 from the field, shooting the Buckeyes are now 5-2 and two with both losses coming against top 25 opponents. It was number 17 Duke and then number 17, number 17 San Diego State in the Maui tournament. They also defeated number 21 Texas Tech at the Maui Invitational as well. So Tyler, general question here. Are you satisfied with how Ohio State has begun their season with one more game until the start of conference play? I mean, you, you can never really be satisfied, but... This Ohio State team has has really surprised a lot of people, and I've been impressed with the way that they have played. Even last night, or of course Wednesday night, in Cameron Indoor Stadium with a lot of freshmen, with a lot of transfers, and a new ruckus historic environment down in Shashetskyville. And Ohio State, the only loss by nine after clawing their way back, after trailing all of that second half, and they still found a way to fight. They played San Diego State tough in Maui as well. They defeated Cincinnati in Maui. They beat a really good defensive-heavy Texas Tech team, and then they've been able to take care of the rest of their opponents. So I have been impressed with the way Ohio State has been playing, and they have definitely been able to exceed a lot of the expectations so far through seven games in the season. And you can't talk about impressive play without also mentioning the number four women's basketball team who took on number 18 Louisville on the road in Louisville, Kentucky at the Yum Center, which is one of my favorite names for an arena in all of sport. I love that place. And it's not just the Yum Center. There's an exclamation point. So yes. it's the Yum Center. Yes. Sorry. Not the Yum Center. The Yum Center. <laughs> I probably peaked my audio there. So you're going to have to deal worth with it. the buzz that, yeah, worth it, listeners. I'm sorry for the little bit of discomfort that that gave you, but... I think you can all agree with me that it's worth it. But let's talk about that. The Buckeyes ground the Cardinals. Hint, hint, wink, wink. Fun puns. They're back, baby. 96-77 to was the final score there. The brilliant Buckeye of the game for me was Taylor Mikesell. She scored a game-high 26 points while shooting 62.5% from the floor and 50% from three-point range. An outstanding shooting night for her. But Ohio State begins their conference, conference schedule against Rutgers on Sunday, with two ranked wins and without a loss, Tyler, I think that's something you go into that game and you think, man, we can take on the world with this record and with this team. And how about this? With the win against Louisville, the Buckeyes break the Cardinals' 48 home game non-conference win streak. So you Whew. talk about the home field and home court advantage of the Yum Center, and Ohio State was able to go against the grain and hand them their first home non-con loss in 48 matchups, that really tells you a lot about what this Ohio State team can accomplish. I'm debating putting out a poll on our Twitter, State of Mind OSU, that just says, can we talk about Kentucky basketball every episode just so we can say the Yum Center? I, I really hope that people come back. Yes, I won't do that because we're loyal to Ohio State. We talk about Ohio State's uh, sports on this show, right, wrong, or indifferent, good, bad, or ugly. But at the very least, it was fun to, to say that the name of that wonderful arena a few times during this episode. But that'll do it for us here on The Ohio State of Mind. Be sure to watch women's volleyball as they host the NCAA tournament this weekend. And always follow your men's and women's basketball teams, but especially as they open Big Ten play, coming up within the next week and a half or so. But until the next time, until next Friday, alongside Tyler Damberg, I'm Caleb Spinner. 
That's the show. We're out of here.